0: friends it's Shawna, your nerdy girlfriend from simpleonpurpose.ca and welcome to simple saturdays episode 30 we are enjoying a few kid-free days the kids are at grandparents thank you grandma and grandpa for taking them to the farm they have so much fun there that they usually cry when we bring them home i don't blame them it's so much fun but we have been having fun we did a big day trip into the city i bought a few things for my wardrobe and so when i came home I woke up this morning and I thought I need to clean out my closet. And you might have been following along on the Instagram stories. And as I got kind of more reacquainted with the clothes that are in my closet, the clothes I wanted to keep, I decided now would be a great time to do another mom's 30 for 30. And a 30 for 30 is wearing 30 items of clothes for 30 days. And it's such a great way for you to kind of break out of doing the same outfits every time. Or feeling like you don't have anything to wear or looking at your closet and just feeling like you don't know what to do with it this is kind of like um, an interview with your closet it's like getting reacquainted with it so if you are interested in joining in your own way whether you do it on Instagram or just on your own whether you do the full 30 days or just like 10 days find me on Instagram and message me I want to get a group of people together to start it in August So the links are in the show notes. Check out Mom's Thirty for Thirty. There's some blog posts. If you check out the hashtag on Instagram, hashtag Mom's Thirty for Thirty, you'll see all the people who have done it before. And I think this would be maybe my eighth time doing it in like seven years. I just get so much value from it. I think they're really fun. All right, let's get on with it. So it is summer, and I asked the readers on Facebook if I were to do a summer series, what would you want that series to be on? And they voted. How to live more simply. I don't know if live simpler is proper grammar, but generally, how can we simplify life? How can we dig into the simple living thing? So this will be a four-part series. Today is part one. And today I want to dig in to what is simple living. And in my experience over these past probably four and a half years of simple living and simplifying and intentional living, I have some theories on what it really comes down to. And I spent a lot of brain power this week really unpacking this so i'm really excited to share that with you guys and the spoiler alert when we talk about simple living we're not going to talk all about moving to the country homeschooling and raising chickens when most of us think about simple living and a simple life we might think about a stay-at-home mom who's hanging laundry on the line making homemade dinners from her garden bounty and children happily reading in their screen-free home this might be simple to some of you some of you might want that But some of you are just so not into that. I just want to bust the myth right now that you get to decide what simple is. Simple living is not exclusively for stay-at-home moms, work-at-home mompreneurs, frugal homesteaders, women who know how to wear linen clothes without looking like they're visiting from the fancy senior village, and people who have some serious like inner zen skill that they can find this inner contentment and peace with what most of us feel like would be boring or hard, like being at home with kids in a screen-free home while eating a lot of spilt. So I hope that by the time we're done running through this series, that you will feel like simple living actually comes down to something that is unique to you, to every single person. And you can have it. 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 Yes, Oprah. All right, so let's have a twinkly flashback moment. As we moved from 2014 into 2015, I had three-year-old, two-year-old, and I don't think Dawson was even one yet. I had left my job as a health inspector to raise these babies at home. It wasn't that tough of a choice. I didn't love my job. And I had found writing in the meantime, but still, here I am at home with these three toddlers. And I really just felt so restless in my home. I felt overwhelmed by it. I felt exhausted. I'm sure I was talking about feeling restless in my home, but I was just really like restless in my life. And then I learned about decluttering and it was suddenly like I had permission to change things. I had permission to address the things in my home that were making me unhappy. And I've said before, this was an emotional process for me. Decluttering is an emotional process because it's going through all of those layers you've built up, those false identities the security you put in things, the life that you were kind of chasing, and that process really pulled me in deeper to get face-to-face with these deeper questions that I had never even thought to ask, and I had to ask myself, like, who am I? What do I want? What kind of life do I want right now? Like, in this, in these early years of motherhood, I didn't want life to just keep happening at me and to me. I wanted to, like, do something about it. So this was New Year's 2015, and Connor and I sat down and Went through these questions about how we wanted to spend our time and our money and our home and raise our family. And it just set out a whole new direction for our whole year. And still to this day, every New Year's, we sit and do this. And I'll give you a plug here. Now we use the Life on Purpose workbook. One of the big shifts for me was that I was letting myself view Um, life success in a new way, because we are all operating under this definition of what success means. And this definition, it's something that has slowly evolved over time, with how we were raised, with the authority figures in our life and what they taught us, with our own opinions on um, how other people are living their life. And really, when we look around and we see the culture around us, we are definitely influenced by what other people are doing to how we measure success. And I just pulled back and said to myself, how do I want to measure success? Because maybe these aren't my definitions, that the ones I'm carrying around and using, maybe they're not the ones I want anymore. So I've talked with many women over the years about what would make their life simpler. And how would you answer that question? What would make your life simpler? So many of us say more time or someone to clean our house or someone to cook for us, winning a lottery, those kinds of things we think would make our life easier. And it's so important to pay attention to this answer because what I think simple living comes down to, the one thing that actually makes life simple are our resources. To me, resources are those things that we only have so much of. They are those things that are also the currency of our daily lives. They allow us to show up and be and do. And if I had five things I would list as resources, they would be these. Time, your daily schedule, your family calendar, the commitments, the downtime, how you truly spend your time. The second is space. How is your space used in your home, in your yard, your physical space, your money, your regular household budget, and maybe for some people this would go into career-making abilities, the things that you can do to make money, emotional energy, your stressors, your coping skills, your mindfulness, your relationship with others and yourself, and finally physical energy, the energy you spend when you're out running errands and driving people around and exercising or not exercising or having social engagements, really how do you feel your body and how do you use your body? How are we managing our resources? What we crave is called simple, but really what it means is we get to use these resources to live the life we desire. We get to have time with our friends. We get to have money to travel. We get to have physical energy without destroying our bodies to get there. We get the time and space in our day and in our home to be creative or play. We get the presence with our children. These resources allow us to live the life we want. And the life we want is the simple life. It is simple because we have diverted our resources to the things that matter most. It's almost like minimalism for our lives. We strip away the distractions and the drain on our resources so we can put those resources towards the life we actually really want. So what is happening to our resources? Where are they going? What's happening to them? Do we not have enough of them? When I was at home with small toddlers, I was mismanaging my resources. I think this is our problem. We are mismanaging our resources. For instance, uh, the time that I had, I probably spent a lot of it on social media. The money that we had, I wasn't planning out meals. I wasn't making a plan for how to use our money wisely. My physical energy, well, I just neglected it (laughs) flat out. And since I was kind of in this victim mentality of motherhood, I could not even see how I could manage my own emotional energy. Over time, we've worked on making small changes and big changes to manage these resources in a way that let us live the life that we want. And it comes down to living the life that we want, living a life that we value. And there's a link in the show notes to get a values worksheet Because it's so important to know what you value out of life, what you want out of life. What are these things that energize you and empower you instead of drain you and exhaust you? For instance, if I spent all of my time volunteering at service clubs. I'm using my time, I'm using my emotional energy, my physical energy. All of that is being diverted to volunteering at clubs. If that is what I value, then I am probably energized. But if I value something different, like hiking with my family, having adventures with my family, then I don't have the resources to do that anymore. I don't get to live the life I want to live because I have drained my resources on something that I don't highly value. But I think the problem is further than that. I think the problem is what we do when we feel like we've run out of resources. So we are draining our resources. We're distracting our resources. There really isn't enough for the life that we want to live. But what we do about it is we hustle to get more resources all the while draining the ones we have. And I'll just paint a picture, kind of a scenario that I play in the back of my mind. So let's say one of our big resources is money. And if I bought this beautiful big home that I loved and I wanted to raise my family in it and it came with a big, beautiful mortgage, that is where my money is going. I need to maintain my income to keep that home. And this is great if I have a job that satisfies me and I love and this house that we raise our kids in and this neighborhood is very high on my priority list. But what if it's not? What if I actually kind of want a smaller place and what if I think about opening a sweet little cafe part-time so I could be a part-time mom too? I might not realize that I had traded kind of that big income commitment for the dreams in my heart. It was an opportunity cost. When I say yes to one thing, I say no to another. And I think we go about our life so much on autopilot that we don't even see these decisions happening. It's silent and it's slow. And then when we feel unhappy, we're just going to seek more resources to chase the things that will make us happy. When what we could do is actually strip away the distractions and make some better decisions on priorities on how to manage our resources instead of keep draining them to chase happiness. Because it does feel like there's not enough. There's not enough time. There's not enough money. When you're a mom with small kids, it definitely feels like there's not enough energy. But what if we challenge that mindset? This mindset that tells us there's not enough. This is the scarcity mindset. It tells us there is... Not enough money in the world or time in the day or patience in our hearts or kale in our smoothies or decor in our homes or appreciation and accolades from our peers or beauty to admire. So this scarcity mindset tells us there's not enough out there. You don't have enough. You need more. You got to go out and find it and hoard it and then get more. And it's insatiable. More, more, more. But overall, if you challenge yourself, let's get real. There is enough. An abundance mindset offers us a new way to view it all. There is enough. Stop for a minute. Breathe that in. There is enough. There is enough time and money and space and energy. There always has been enough, but we just haven't been good stewards with it. We haven't used it well We haven't used it in line with our values and made good decisions with it and set priorities with it. We have mismanaged it and then it felt like we'd run out. So we thought we needed more and we started to hustle. It's the hustle. It's the hustle that stops us from simple living. Simple living isn't about farm eggs and suddenly finding contentment with chores. Simple living is about listening closer to yourself And then making the slow, hard choices to move in that direction. And it is believing that there is enough and that you are enough. This is where I'm narrowing in on. I'm feeling like simple living comes down to how we manage our resources. And we can probably all see, just today, ways that we have mismanaged the resources that we do have. And I think there are a few reasons for this. I think the first is we don't see that we are in control of our lives and resources. I think the second is that we aren't listening to ourselves about the life we want. And I think the third is that we really don't know how to get what we want. So in the coming weeks, I want to dig into each of these points and walk through them together. We will hold hands and I'll tell you motivational quotes and it will be meaningful and magical and hopefully it will help you simplify your life in a way that feels simple to you. And I did have a little something extra with this blog post and this episode. I have a journaling exercise. If you want to dig in a little bit deeper and unpack some of this and reflect on how you're using your resources and ways that you might be mismanaging them, then download the freebie worksheets. Just go to the link in the show notes. All right, guys, I hope to catch you for the next Simple Saturday in our Simple Living Series, Summer Series, Too Many S's. I'll think of a better title. All right, have a great week. And if you want to keep up with the conversation happening, go to Instagram. I'm at simpleonpurpose.ca on Instagram.